Good morning. It's Monday, January the 22nd, 2024. Whether you're watching this in the morning or on the replays throughout the day, I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm going to bring you in mere moments yesterday's, actually the full weekend's latest in information, politics, events, and pop culture for things you might not have heard. We are your go-to submental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you might have missed throughout the weekend or any other day, but a little added context to those stories. Ten stories in the queue for this morning, vetted by you as conversational and curated into this newscast by me. We'll explain the vetting process in a bit, plus bring some fun things for today that you'll want to get into, so stick around because there's always great stuff going on. Go to our website, This is a conversation conversationproject.com for more details on how we do this thing every single day and of course email us anytime you feel at the conversation inbox at gmail.com let us know what we can do to improve on the work here let's get into the new stories right now 10 stories for the day no particular order as they're being presented just orders that are here we'll explain the full fitting process in a bit but right now the first story we have for you this morning is ironically the biggest story of the weekend caitlin clark injured by ohio state fans storming court after upset in ohio now many people question why some little skinny white girl in in iowa gets all this attention from bodyguards and police officers all over the place and this is why uh after iowa had a stunning win over ohio state um guess what Fans storm the court. And what do you do when you storm the court? You basically bump into and try to get a hold of the, f- the players and just get a love into them. And that loving to Caitlin Clark means some injuries to her. Nothing serious, just some bumps and bruises and a little bit of shaking up on this end. But uh, it was... Um uh, it was there. Now, I actually said it backwards. Ohio State ups, upset Caitlin Clark and her Iowa Hawkeyes because Hawkeyes are number one teams. I read that backwards from the, from the link. But essentially, the Ohio State team stormed the court afterwards and... Yeah, that's what happened. Let's go to story at number two for this morning. And it is Prince Harry drops libel case against Daily Mail after damaging pretrial ruling. Prince Harry has dropped the case of libel against the publishing company after the ruling, and he will have to pay the publisher's legal fees with this one, about £250,000, about $316,000 altogether. Uh, he broke ranks with the Royals and went to court to hold the news media accountable for essentially going through his phone and hacking and getting information from them. The rest of the Royals essentially did what they do and tried to ignore it. Harry did not because you know he's Harry, and now he's having to literally pay the price for this. Our third story for this morning, for the weekend, of course, deals with Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings is now your Jeopardy host all time, the full-time former host, and apparently he wants $4 million increase to his salary, to his contract. Uh, There's a lot of back and forth between why Maya Bialik was actually released from her contract, at least from her job at Jeopardy, and maybe there was some bad blood, maybe it was just a misunderstanding, but the whole thing comes down to allegedly, and we're saying allegedly because I don't have anything other than this alleged story from Ritter Online saying this was happening, Jennings wants more money to take over because he's got it full-time now. Essentially, since he's doing it full-time, he's not just happy to have the job, he's got to have full-time money. I'm not sure if Bialik's cut was um, actually $4 million, but Jennings says he needs it to maintain the community for the loyal viewers. We'll see if he gets it or not. Stick with people who take a lot of money. That's Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, and Robert Kraft. They're listed as potential Sunday ticket uh, lawsuit uh, witnesses. NFL Sunday ticket had a whole lot of issues. Also, it also always has a whole lot of issues. But this year, as a swap from DirecTV being only offered by a satellite company and through their streaming service to YouTube TV, which is technically all streaming, uh, the biggest issue is DirecTV essentially kept 
promoting the fact that they had NFL Sunday Ticket, but they didn't. Other people promoted Sunday Ticket that they didn't technically have. Uh, some people that may be called as witnesses in this case are the commissioner, Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, and other big-time millionaires and owners who basically are going to say, yeah, this Warren Group has it, I guess. Uh, my people tell me it works out, whatever, whatever, whatever. What they'll have to say is, you know, whatever. But essentially, it's about the actual contracts that they hold with the NFL and the teams with Sunday Ticket to be able to give people all the games wherever they are. Contracts are fickle things these days, especially how streaming and TV works. So they may have to go and face the music, talk up some numbers. Maybe. There's an ice storm rolling across the south right now that's going to delay things in most cases. But this is more bigger, bigger than, even larger than, get your proper grammar as you want to, for this one, the story of the headline, University of Memphis cancels in-person class and events. All week long, the citywide water pressure issues that came about starting from the, the freeze from last week and just continuing just from the entire city of Memphis, the entire city of Memphis. And so they're canceling classes completely all week till they can deal with it or in-person classes. So if you stay in your dorm, stay in your apartment, stay whatever, because the main power and, and pressure for power and water, for water particularly, um, is an issue for that full campus. Um, Boyle advisory is also on for many people in the area as freezing temperatures will continue. Not great look in Tennessee, not great look in Memphis. Be safe if you're in this area. Here in Little Rock, we have a delay in most cases for a freeze warning, uh, winter storm, winter rain uh, mix uh, coming down literally in you know a few moments, essentially, as we're recording this live. So we should see freezing rain coming, which will delay the start of most people's days today here in a big chunk of the south. It should stop raining and warm up, so we should be fine. No more cool downs for the rest of the week, we hope. Let's move on to the story we have at number six this morning. Jeff Bezos' fiance, Lauren Sanchez, called a hooker by Megyn Kelly. This story, weirdly enough, covered by The Blast, probably the only place that would have this story. Former television host Megyn Kelly made controversial comments against Lauren Sanchez's fashion choice after she chose to wore a skin-bearing see-through outfit for the billionaire's fiance's 60th birthday celebration. Now, here's the deal. He probably asked to see her in the skin-bearing see-through outfit for his 60th billion, 60th uh, birthday celebration, being a, a super billionaire and maybe Doctor Evil. But you know, Megyn Kelly having to be relevant and you know, sort of fight the power that be, I guess, took on Sanchez because she was kind of easy target. We shall see how that plays out. Pretty much probably not so great for Megyn Kelly, where Bezos may just buy out Sirius XM and just throw her on her keister. We shall see that one, maybe. Let's move on to the story at number seven. Sports Illustrated planning to have significant layoffs after license to use its brand name was revoked. Now, the stories that came about from this are a little wild, widespread, but essentially everyone at Sports Illustrated is basically fired. And the reason why is because the company that publishes the magazine still, because the magazine's still published, even though it's mostly digital, doesn't own the rights to the actual name. And the group that owns the rights to the name is pulling it. It's that simple. The 70-year-old um, franchise, the 70-year-old institution, if you will, is basically going away, basically dying at this weekend because they can't publish under that name. Now, that doesn't mean they can't publish under another name, which is a possibility. They can't be, they can't 
grow their own publishing group and do something else, that's a possibility. But if it's not Sports Illustrated, if it's not the swimsuit issue, it's not the great cover, it's not the big long-form writing, which Sports Illustrated was known for, and essentially all the tweets and all the X's came out about, you know, coming home on a kid and Thursday afternoon, picking up the next episode of the Sports Illustrated, being able to wait that long for actual long-form journalism. It is what it is. It's the end of an era, if you will, of the type of journalism, type of sports journalism, and whether it actually will survive and whether the name will survive and whether the people will keep jobs anywhere. Because as a person who's trying to do internet sleuthing and internet um, media, you know, without being with a big company, it's hard to be, it's hard to out here on these streets making a living on these things. This thing doesn't make any money, guaranteed. So we'll see what happens with people coming forward. At number eight, Detroit Lions ticket prices are going through the roof as rare playoff jolt went run jolts the local economy. Detroit was all a buzz yesterday, and people were kind of biting toenails, biting fingernails, biting somebody else's nails to see what would happen in the win. They got the win. I say in the win, kind of projecting that. Bucks win. Uh, Bucks lose to Lions, thirty-one to twenty-three, which means the Lions survive for a chance to go to the. Um, uh, conference championship, and they have to travel this time because they're the number three seed. They will go to San Francisco to play at 49ers next Sunday. So big time for that one. But the ticket price for this thing, because Detroit rarely ho- holds a playoff game and rarely has a chance to be in the driver's seat, is a big deal. Meanwhile, we go to the other side of the aisle where fans watching the Ravens beat the Texans this week had a special visitor, a special surprise guest happening in stands. Seems like God may be a Cowboys fan, supposedly, but Martin Luther King Jr. is a Ravens fan, and he's come back to life to sit in the stands wearing all his gear and cheer on Lamar uh, to get that championship. Well, or at least a guy that looks a whole lot like Martin Luther King Jr. was in the stands wearing Ravens gear cheering on Lamar. In fact, his family was all in on this sort of the joke saying, uh, we're really glad that people got a laugh out of this one. Now, one would think that the man from Atlanta, who actually wasn't really in the sports, kind of busy, you know, fighting civil rights and all, uh, would be more of an Atlanta fan and be kind of pulling for Belichick to get that job down there and try to turn things around. Or maybe Belichick's not quite his guy. He is sort of, you know, the, you know, show up for work and do what I say type guy. So maybe Belichick's not exactly one of King's favorite coaches out there. But you would think that would happen. However, it looks like the reincarnated Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., looking great, by the way, is a Ravens fan. Ravens will get a chance to host this weekend. The Chiefs come to town. They play on Sunday as well. Texas State basketball game was interrupted. By a man in a wheelchair wearing an I Love MILF shirt rolling onto the court. That's all you're getting from me. If you want the video, click the link and let's keep on moving. And the number 10 story for this morning. Actually, that was the number 10 story for this morning. Nope, that's the number 9 story for this morning. Nope, that was the number 10 story this morning. I apparently missed the story, missed a number somewhere in the linking. So apologies for that one. Uh, let's get on moving. The first apology is I'm missing the numbers in my story. So there you go. I, I'm off off my script. Uh, other than that, no other apologies and errors to give to you. This story we're admitting this, this morning is a story that's actually pretty important. Well, actually, it's not very important, but it's one thing I just could not get away from. CBS Sports host Katie Mock says all her underwear and bras were stolen from check bag. If we're going to do a story about a man wearing an I Love Milf shirt rolling onto the basketball court, we can't get away from Katie Mock saying that she had checked baggage and when she got her bag, someone went into it and stole all her private undies. And her public undies, because sometimes that's a thing as well. Uh, If you want to see more about that, check out the links. It's still out there. Search for it. If you're really into that story, 
you might need to question some of your choices, but it's out there. I couldn't get away from it, so maybe you can't either. Our teaser story for this morning is a story we could talk about for tomorrow on Tuesday. Now, today, we brought in the stories for you, then 10 stories that were pulled from our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. What that is, it's just a simple way to get out new stories to you every 50 minutes or so so you can review them as we see them and put them in the feeds. And you just tell us what stories you like to talk about. Like them, love them, hate them, share them, read them, do whatever engagement the actual platform allows you to do, whether it's platform X or platform Facebook. And the higher engagement that each story gets, better chance we have of talking about it. Today, this Monday, we gave you 10 stories, 10 stories from top 30 of the weekend. Tomorrow and through the rest of the week through Friday, we'll give you eight stories in this broadcast, top 15 stories of the day. So if this is a top 15 story, maybe, maybe, unless something more salacious is in there, it'll be a top eight in the pick. Here's a headline we could talk about tomorrow. Paramount Global braces for a new round of layoffs. The layoffs in the entertainment business are not over. The layoffs in all businesses are not over. So it looks like Paramount Global is looking to kill some jobs in February of this year. And they're talking about nation or, or global jobs, not just here in the U.S. Will this be a story you want to talk about? Because losses of jobs are big deals around you. This, this place for you folks. You let us know what your, just your engagement scores. It's that simple. Let's talk about our sponsor we're going to spotlight this morning. That one happens to be uh, YouTube TV. And that's a big deal right now because of playoffs, 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 and the growing number of games happening for the NBA and the NHL and coming soon, baseball all over the place. YouTube TV is the best way to watch television. It, I say it is, but don't just listen to me. Look at the testimonials on YouTube TV. They have been one of the pioneers in cord cutting for years. I've been with them for a long time, well before we put them in as a sponsor. And if you use our link for their, us, as our sponsor, they'll give you $45 off the first three months. How about that? How about that? How about that? What you get from YouTube TV is six accounts, six different accounts. So six people can have their own different profiles of watching TV in the order they want to. It's their own different DVR so they don't have to share with anybody else. And it's unlimited. Pretty much, you know, once it's recorded because it's in the ether, it's there forever. So unlimited DVR. Plus you have access to things like Max and all those other big time shows. And the NBA's uh, big right now, NBA and NHL their version of Sunday tickets, their version of their league passes to see all the games that are out of market and Sunday ticket, which is basically useless right now because there's only two games next week. But next season, YouTube TV is the home of Sunday ticket, whatever. It doesn't matter what 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 Travis Kelsey says. It's YouTube TV. So uh, get yourself a jumpstart on your TV. You can watch on any device you want to anytime you want to. YouTube TV will take good care of you. Take good care of us by using our our link for the commission we would get for this tiny commission. But you get $45 off your first three months. I think it's worth it. This is a conversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. This is a conversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. This is a conversationproject.com slash YouTube TV. It is time to talk about the us stuff. Before we get to the fun stuff, the Us Stuff is the Conversation Project. A quick shout out to us and promotion for what we do here. We've told you about the feeds already, Facebook.com and Twitter.com. That's where we put our new story every 50 minutes for you to engage and to give us something to do, to give us stories to talk about every day. You can email us at the Conversation Inbox and let us know what we can do to work on the things around here. You can also check out our partnerships page and directly connect with us to help us get things done. And 
tell us what to do better around here. And of course, go to the website, this is conversationproject.com, and you can find all the details on what we do, how we do it, where we are, and where you can find other things from us, including me doing this thing. If you're watching the video, which is the audio version, or if you're watching the audio, the video version, or if you don't want the audio or the video, you just want the links, get our newsletter, subscribe to it for every single morning. It's all there at our website, this conversationproject.com. Now we get to the fun stuff. These are things that we like to do to make this more morning show-ish, if you will. And fun stuff always begins with birthdays. Birthday wishes going out to Guy Fieri, who's 56 years old today. The mayor of Flavortown, not a real place, but hey, everybody, nobody really hates Guy Fieri. There's a lot of people who want to play jabs at him for just being so over the top, but Nobody actually hates the guy, so that's a plus there. Also, wishes going out to Diane Lane, who's 59, and Linda Blair the, from The Exorcist, 65 years old on the day. Our history lesson for the day goes back to 2005 and the marriage, or in this case, the anniversary of Donald Trump when he married his third wife, the Slovakian model, uh, Millennia Noss. And it looks like, in this case, third time is a charm. He found the woman who was able to, you know, make him raise up his profile and become a better man and president of the United States. Maybe a second time, although something tells me she's not all that thrilled about being the vice, pre the vice, vice president. She probably might be thrilled to be vice president, the first lady, the first time, and maybe now this second time. I don't think she's done anything for him at all in this campaign. We shall see, because it looks like it's going to be Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, whether we like it or not. So maybe that happens. Today we're just celebrating the anniversary, 2005 birth, birth, 2005 marriage of convenience donald trump and millennia nos now trump yes i did say convenience let's go to our celebration for the day and that is hot sauce day hot sauce day that's hot cross buns one a penny two a penny but hot sauce day a chance to celebrate the chili peppers and their ingredients the spicy sauce lovers put on everything from eggs to sandwiches to steaks national hot sauce day is january 22nd it's an excellent opportunity to show your appreciation for your favorite hot sauce and if your favorite hot sauce happens to be the and one legend superstar hot sauce playing basketball, pull up some and one mixtapes on YouTube today and, and celebrate hot sauce while putting hot sauce on all that stuff out there. Love some hot sauce. Get your hot sauce down today. Our poll question for today. Speak of Donald Trump and run for president uh, over the weekend. Big news. First, Tim Scott dropped out of the race weeks ago, but he endorsed Donald Trump in New Hampshire, not even waiting to get to South Carolina, essentially stabbing uh, Nikki Haley in the back, in the front, and in the eyeballs would have happened. And then before even getting any votes or even trying, Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race and pledged all his fealty and his people to Donald Trump. It's a two-person race, as Nikki Haley likes to say, but the other person in the race has no chance. That's her, Nikki Haley. The question, and I'm sure it's going to be a landslide, does Donald Trump have an official lock on the Republican presidential nomination for 2024? Tell me yes or no at our website. This is conversationproject.com or click the links you'll see uh, in the description for the video or in our feeds coming down in a little bit. And let me know what you think about this one. It's pretty much a lock that Trump is it regard, uh, you know, regardless of any indictments, because I think he'll still run for president if he were put in jail and had to, you know, wear the joint suit. It would just be what would, it, what would happen. Do you think he has that lock in the nomination for the GOP? I'm pretty sure it does, but you can describe how you feel about it or tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't because I'm not wrong. But tell me I'm wrong at our website. This 
It's conversationproject.com. With that, we are done with the conversation projects. Things you might have heard for Monday, 22nd of July, January, 2024. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Any errors and apologies you have is for the bad reads for them this morning and the poor mouth, I guess. I guess a long night happening last night. So we're getting back on track. We'll hopefully get back on track after a slow week of icy, slow, cold stuff last week. Back into this normal, though we are on a two-hour delay for the city. So we'll see how that works out. In the meantime, stop by our website. Let us know what we're doing well at the conversation uh, inboxes email address, and of course, consider being a partner to help us go through better things. Stay limber, stay hydrated, stay on task for more grand things to come, and just have a great Monday. Do that. Have a great Monday. Be with us again tomorrow for a Tuesday edition, a grand Tuesday edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard.